oh, I'll go become a medical student. I can't want, want to be a medical student. I want to be a researcher. I don't want to just be a researcher. I want to research brains of dolphins. I don't want to just research brains of dolphins. I want to do it while high as fuck. Yeah, I want to high as you, fuck. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Internet. Now, please hold on to your butt as two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not so serious manner. From the mysterious to the utterly vicious, everything is fair game. This is the Kilda Moo Comedy Podcast. Featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics, all for your enjoyment, you're welcome. And that proves that even people that you would trust with your life can, at some point, go fucking crazy. It's coming back though, man. It's nice. It's a good thing. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a long road back, but we're going to get there. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah. The scary things are always the most worthwhile things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like yeah, anal. <laughs> anal's fine if you bring lots of lube. You can never have too much lube. All right. It just because... feels strange as a guy having something go in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've not actually tried that one yet. Damn it, I haven't either. But <laughs> but. There's always a day and there's always enough alcohol. So, there's always a time, always a place. Yeah. Just whether you've been there and got the t shirt, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Carry so, on, sorry then. So, masturbating yeah. dolphins. Yes, yes, that's what we're getting to. With um, Mr. or Dr. Lily, as he eventually became, John C. Lily. So, born to a wealthy family on January the 6th, 1915, in St. Paul, Minnesota, his dad was a high-powered banker, and his mother was from a wealthy business-owning family. Um, Basically, they they were a stockyard-owning family, so they had huge amounts of fucking wealth, constant, like, transportation in and out. He wanted for fucking nothing. Yeah, right. so he the, had the place um, people, like ship people going, like put yeah. their, like, like the place that blew up yeah, in Beirut. Yeah. Exactly that kind of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he he uh, he had two brothers and a sister who tragically died when he was young. Um, Lily was uh, had an aptitude for science uh, with his own basement lab and pharmaceuticals. <laughs> handed to him by a pharmacy owning friend. So like literally there's this 13 year old kid and he's got a lab and this guy's going, oh. you know what you need, son, you need some seriously deadly chemicals. Let's see if you can't make something that's going to fuck you up. <laughs> well, One thing I just realized his name's Lily. Mm-hmm. That's just a recipe. Lily, his name's Lily. His name's Lily. He owns a lab, dangerous chemicals, family died, a load of them, a lot of money. Yeah, I can this t- I can see yeah. where this is going. <laughs> well, I can imagine it going worse than what it is going to go. So it sounds yeah. like he's an all right dude considering. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's actually a really impressive dude in a lot of ways. And I'm pretty sure he didn't mean for it to quite go the way he intended it. But, like, <laughs> he took certain choices in his life that definitely forced him down a path. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? 
Exactly. Um, so yeah, he he uh, he was referred to as Einstein Junior around his school, and at fourteen, the teachers encouraged him to conduct his experiments at school after hours. So they were just like, "Come on in, use our professional equipment to try and blow us up. It'll be fine." But, I mean, it's like. Um, not that my mum would do this, but if someone's mum, for example, said to them when they were younger, don't go out and get high all on the street and that, or don't go out and get drunk everywhere. Bring you guys here and just go in the other room and get drunk because at least, you know, we can make sure you're not going to kill yourself. Then do it here rather than randomly out and about. That's a smart move. That's yeah. a good move. I like that move. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Not that it's a shame more. Never do that, you know. No, of course not. No, that no. never happened. But if it did, what a badass person that mother would be. Yeah. That's what I'm going to take for my children. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Yeah. I, it's one of those things I've sort of said to a few mates. It's like, if you did have kids, would you like, do you like smoke the first joint with them? It's like, okay, this is what it is. And you <laughs> take a tiny bit, because if you take a lot, you're going to fuck yourself up. Take a tiny bit. See how it feels. <laughs> I mean, if they've got to the age where they're thinking about it and it's around at that time, you know, yeah. and because surely the taboo of it's got to have been like a lot less compared to now. Well, you by hope that so. time. Yeah. I fucking hope yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, because it's silly. It's fucking silly now. One thing I wanted to ask you actually um, that Eden Gate CBD bud stuff do you have? Does it still smell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Not too much. Like, not quite as much as the other stuff, but it does definitely smell of stuff. Okay, yeah. I'm going to get some for uh, my gothic dude, because he likes the idea of smoking that. It's just the THC high, just kind of, he had like, you know, when you get it in your head, you have like a bad experience of it, or you just, yeah. it becomes like, um, was it like a switch in your head? Anytime you smoke, you get like uh, panic attacks or something. You know, a lot of people seem yeah, to get it. Yeah. It's like you decide in your head and your subconscious, and it's just that then. Yeah, the the, the CBD will definitely help with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really is very good. The, like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm sort of saving up to get some more at some point fairly soon because I like mixing it in with the other stuff now because it sort of gives you a bit of a more clean, crisp, yeah, sort of thing. You can get shit done d- during the day, which is nice. That sounds yeah. like a very good idea. To be fair, mixing the two, yeah, that sounds yeah. like a very good yeah, idea. Yeah. I That's might literally, do that myself, that, yeah. yeah, definitely do. It really, really is very nice. Um. Especially as, like, the flavour of that stuff's fucking stellar because it's all, like, grown in an actual place where they can legally grow it so they can use all yeah. the tricks of the trade to make it, it taste good. It's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just a slight idea of what it could be like. What it one yeah, day hopefully will it. be like. It's it it's just on the edge of the horizon. And if we can just get people to stop being twats about it, it's ours. <laughs> feels like it's there. It feels like it should be coming now. Everything yeah. should go that way, but we'll see. Yeah, what will we see? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, John C. Lilly started to study philosophy um, just after he'd been invited into the labs to start testing his shit um, and started to become a fan of something called subjective idealism. Now, I had to read up what this shit is, and it sort of mm. says a lot about the man's mental state in general. Um, subjective idealism basically says that nothing is provably real except for mental uh, for for people's mentalities and thoughts. 
So, like, you have a personality that exists, and therefore that's the only thing that can be provably existed. That could be the only thing that can provably exist. So it's sort of an extension of the Descartes thing of I think, therefore I am, which a lot of people think is this sort of, oh, it's a, it's a grand gesture. But actually what he's saying in that is, I think, therefore I prove I can prove that I exist, but I cannot prove that anything else exists, only that is, I exist, because this would all be a dream. Is it yeah, because it's got everything, anything past that point, like anything you quantify or anything at all, is always going to be going through the scope of your self, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and so there's sort of certain things are subjective and like um other people's feelings aren't as important as you consider them in certain situations. Very strange. It's it's mm. a very strange doctrine. Sounds um, like um, partly like it was made by like psychopaths. Well, exactly. It does a bit, and it it's it, it sort of it kind of fits in with his personality. You'll sort of see twinges so what, of that as we go along. What was that exactly, though? It was. Uh, it's called subjective idealism. Is that like a like a religion, a cult, or just an idea? It's, a, it's just a philosophical idea. Mm. Yeah, like nihilism or um, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, eventually he goes on to study biology at the California Institute of Technology uh, in 1934. Um, Lily really uh, reads Aldous Huxley's. Brave New World, which covers pharmacological control and chemical and physical mental processes and how he controlled them within himself and stuff like that, which which sort of leads Lily to start focusing more on neurophysiology and the way the brain actually works, if that makes sense, and like the connections hmm. it makes and the chemicals it uses and all this kind of shit. So you sort of we're gradually getting there, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I like all that stuff myself. Like, it's quite not even just a psychology. It's fucking fascinating. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. how it all goes together and that. And then you look at like yeah. animals that like kind of mimic it. It's very, very fucking fascinating. Yeah, well, uh, you know, humans are basically just fleshy computers. That's all we are. Where you know, where anything where... really? Yeah. And we all have a basic programming. And the other thing as well that's really fascinating, going off on a bit of a tangent, is um, like fractals. And everyone talks about fractals when they're tripping out and things like that on like LSD or DMT and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about fractals that's amazing is that they're fucking everywhere and you don't even realize they exist. You know, it's it's the blood capillaries in your vein in your body they are fractals they're sort of swirling out in this designed pattern like um trees are fractals they're all you know yeah exactly but also fractals can also sort of mean a um a sort of calculation so there's things that reoccur in the human body as calculations so so for example it's like i think it's from there to there is the same length as your foot in most scenarios. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, you when you put your arms out like that, that is the exact same width as you are tall. And, you know, yeah. the size of your shin bone in relation to finger bones and things like that is similar and things like this, because and it's all like repeated details. And that's sort that's, of a fractal. A human being is a fractal. Yeah. That's why, like, they yeah. use, like, looking at when you're, like, in the womb or something when you're growing, they look at, like, spine length and that in regards to other things to see if you've got, 
like Down syndrome or something like that. That's how they. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. the check the size of your spine. That's incredible. I didn't know that at yeah. all. Random thing like that's amazing. Was it, I asked like when I was going through the baby stuff. I asked so many questions. Everything I always yeah. do. Doctors hate me because it's fascinating though. You want to yeah. know what the you know what's going on, don't you? Yeah, exactly, man. Some yeah, because it's like shit. it's yeah, it's like every day to those guys. So they don't see it as amazing as you do, and you're like, you don't understand how incredible <laughs> this is. This is modern magic, you bastards. <laughs> Everyone's congratulating me for spunking and forgetting the condom, and I want to know yeah. what I did so well. I want to see yeah. it. I want to know how it grows. Yeah. <laughs> the only time you get congratulated for forgetting to wear a condom. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, at least you, at least it does happen. You know, not for dolphins. Not for dolphins. <laughs> it's a shame, though. Not. Yeah. <laughs> so posh wank. I <laughs> I have had a couple of posh wanks. <laughs> they're one. sort of all right. They're okay. You know, they're like, what's the point? Exactly. Um, Other than yeah. like, you haven't got any tissue paper at the time. Take the money that you were going to spend on condoms to have a posh wank and buy yourself a bottle of lube and you will have way better time. Because you know when you're having one of those wanks and it's just like, ah, oh, caught it, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, I've, I've, caught my, I've caught my skin a little bit. It's a little bit rough. It's going to be <laughs> fucked up. That never happens with lube, okay? Don't dry dog, people. It's bad for you. Um... Definitely. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather take the money and buy some food just so I can fill that hole after the, like, the two minutes of shame, you know. Yeah, exactly. That that's to be honest, probably a better use of the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so after he was uh, studying neuropsychology or physiology, he starts to suffer from nervous exhaustion, quote unquote, after medical school and with a marriage to his uh, then fiance Mary Crouch on the um, on the cards, he took a sabbatical working at a lumber mill where he promptly put an axe in his foot. So, So in hospital, he decides to become a doctor of medicine because he's like, look at all these people doing fantastic work. I should be doing that shit. Um, The the, the choice to just decide, I'm going to be a doctor of medicine. Why not? Yeah, why the fuck not? I I should be able to. This man is literally a goddamn genius. Like... I'll get to it towards it at the end, but he actually developed a lot of really important shit as well. It's just, you know, sometimes the line between genius and insanity is incredibly, incredibly thin. Uh, <laughs> you know, I keep telling people, you know, when it comes to me, but they just don't yeah. understand. So they don't, they don't, they don't get it, bro. They it don't just get happens it. like that. But it's you know, shame. tell us another example it, of these people. It's difficult living above these people as gods, but we have to do it, Carl. Yeah, it's why we're so comfortable on stage. Everyone's below yeah. us. It's, yeah, I've said because that we're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, he obtains a bachelor's degree in uh, science after enrolling at Dartmouth Medical School and starts happily dissecting some cadavers. You know, that, that good old pastime. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's better than doing it... Um, uh, by your own on life man- means, yeah, and on yeah. life people well, definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, since the post mortem stuff, I'm going to be talking about later, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Oh, that shit's going to be interesting as well. I'm, I I haven't gone into detail on that shit, so I'm really looking forward to it. This is more of a um, smorgasbord of facts, of, but yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, But yeah, so in the end, he cuts off about 32 different cadavers. You know, he's having a, he's having a wonderful time just stripping open people's penises and seeing how they work. That's what I'd do. I just, I don't know why. Um, like one of those parasite flowers from Resident Evil. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, I took it to a level, Carl, and then you took it too far, and that's... Fucking respect that play. Um, <laughs> during, so, during an experiment, after his first uh, year at Dartmouth, he attempted an experiment on himself regarding muscle power and amino acids' effect on them, um, and how they sort of create uh what is it Glu- uh, glucosamine you know the sort of the the it's a sort the of energy. chemical in your muscles that yeah. helps it move properly yeah um pushing him pushing lily to his limit and starting to genuinely fuck himself up but also starting off a trend of self-experimentation which he would take way, way, way too far. <laughs> I mean, doing it to begin with is way too far, and then keeping doing this. Like, it didn't seem yeah. too bad, that first one. Like, Just, like literally to the point like of... Yeah, but literally to the point of harm. Like, I'm not... I, the, the, the muscle growth thing, he was so weary by the end of it and so tired and out of it because he, he was starving himself of these oh. crucial proteins he's going he the fucking died yeah 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 oh, yeah. oh he was yeah. seeing how he goes without it okay i thought uh, yeah, he was like yeah. more into it yeah no no he was really fucking hurting himself that's just um, fucking dumb then yeah yeah Why exactly. would you, do that? you can't even but, look at the data probably at that point you're gonna be all like that but the thing is it did secure him his first published paper so yeah, fucking sympathy probably swings and roundabouts but <laughs> like you're still alive well done exactly about it. yeah but like the problem so is daniel day lewis got an oscar for almost um for almost freezing to death in gangs of new york when the people back then uh, didn't even wear clothes like that none of yeah. it was true. but yeah. you know but daniel day lewis is just that weirdo and like uh some of the fucking shit you hear about him on some of the sets, it's like, fuck me, I wouldn't want to ever work with him. No, like, don't get me wrong, it's it wonderful. Yeah, well, apparently it was really nice working with him when he was Abraham Lincoln, because Abraham Lincoln is, in his version of it, was this really nice, calm, relaxed dude. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah, he's this is, this is fucking nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he's the one famously anyway abolished slavery i don't know how much of it really was him and how much he did abolish it how much he, he did abolish didn't slavery like yeah he did abolish slavery but he was also very famous for saying something like um people thought i was making black people my equal but i never thought they were that and it's like you yeah. can't really say that Lincoln, and then and then you know. at the same time it's like which which of it was he just saying for the people for the people you know, was he maybe get, yeah. which of it though was he saying that for the people? And he actually did yeah, see him saying that, or was it, yeah, yeah, or the other, yeah. I mean, they, they they definitely freed the slaves and it definitely caused a um a rift between the two countries, but well, two country, two sides. But well, I think the fact know. that they were slaves was the reason for the rift. I mean, it started the healing, 
if anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sort of needed to happen regardless. And even know. though people like back over in like um, the places they came from got into the swing of like having slave um, of having slaves. Sorry, like the people yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah. It's strange yeah. days. Yeah, slave slavery is it wasn't just a Western thing either. There, you know, people in Saudi Arabia would oh, get yeah, slaves yeah. and Russia and all that kind so of stuff. Happens now? China, yeah, so modern slavery exists. It's usually a Even sex here? trade thing, though, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, two years at Dartmouth. And he had a taste for experimentation, so transferred to the University of Pennsylvania to study medical research. You know, he's gone from just a normal medical dude to having like a full blown hard on for finding shit out in a scientific way, which is, you know, respectable. Was Dartmouth England? No, no, Dartmouth in America. Uh, oh, okay. I can't remember okay. exactly which one it is. Um, Oh, it's, it's going to be Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, because it's the University of Pennsylvania, isn't it? So, oh no, Dartmouth what, is somewhere. Never mind. Yeah, that's the one you moved um, to. Yeah, he's at Pennsylvania yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, he's at Pennsylvania now. So, meeting he uh, at uh, at uh, Pennsylvania, he meets Professor H. Cuthbert Bassett. Oh, is it Basil? No, it's Bassett or Bassett. I'm not sure how to pronounce it because it's a Z, so it's it's weird. Um, yeah. Who solidified So yeah, um he's uh, he manages to solidify Lily's thoughts on experimentation with his view that a scientist should never conduct an experiment on another person without first conducting it on themselves. <laughs> That's dumb. Yeah. No. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. No, just no. no. It, uh, there's no reason why that would be a good scientific method. It's just yeah. dumb. It's this it's sort just... of thing of like, oh, well, if you shouldn't be willing to put someone else through it, then you shouldn't do it yourself. You know, that kind of thing. But like, yeah. yeah I, I get the logic of it, but it just doesn't work there. Because if you do something no. that, I don't know, makes your brain fall on the floor, but you would have known what to do instead. You can't then tell yourself the next person what to do to fix it because your brain's on the floor. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a weird analogy, it, but it just works. a brain in a jar. And yeah. uh, who wants yeah. to be a brain in a jar? <laughs> well, there was a film about that. I swear there was a film yeah. about that. Steve Martin. I'm, I'm almost Man with two brains. Ah, I don't think I've seen that. I just remember him walking around with a brain in a jar. I'm sure I might just be imagining this now. I don't know. <laughs> or complaining it with Futurama. If it doesn't exist, you should definitely write it. It sounds like a fucking brilliant movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's real. I might have mandated it myself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, while finalising his degree... He took part in a class called How to Build an Atomic Bomb. What? Yeah. Transcribing their notes into a book. He and his friends transcribed their notes into a book of the same title. Once again, How to Build an Atomic Fucking Bomb. (laughs) Maybe those fucking Japanese yoga cult people found that book. This is what I was thinking as well. It's like, mm, 
yeah, <laughs> Lily, you seem like the kind of guy who might be into that shit because he gets into yoga later on as well. So well, there you go. Yeah. Anyone who's not talking about go back a few episodes, Japanese yoga, yeah. same one as what was it again? Now it was oh, one I really um, liked that I did that same time. I can't think what it is now. It'll come back as we're going. Yeah, it was it was something good, something yeah. murdery, I think. I don't know. It will, it will come back. I could have a look. I just can't be asked. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, by releasing this book, they draw the attention of General Leslie Graves, the director of the Manhattan Project. Another who... Leslie. Jeez. Yeah. Fucking who? Uh, who? Um tried and failed to suppress the book basically because he was like you know you you can't really have this information out there we're trying to make a nuke right now stop <laughs> trying to fucking release this information you stupid cunts unfortunately well unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it he couldn't because there were no sort of copyrighted words being used in the transcribing of the the lesson they made their own notes off of what they learned, so they're sort of their own shit, if yeah. you know what I mean. That makes perfect sense, yeah. Bearing in mind, though, he graduated in 1942. Uh, so, hmm. that's three years before they used the nuke. <laughs> oh, my time was off. I thought that was the same year. Yeah, my time... No, no, 19, 1939 to 1945, my friend. Oh, for some reason, I always think 40, uh, 37 to 42, or 43 at the... Yeah. Least. Yeah, some people, it's the thing, it's like you think of it as a 30s war, but it really only had one year in the 30s, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's because a lot of it happened, like, when you just, like, they say these days, I reckon probably a lot of the fighting probably was in, like, because even when it got to the A-bomb, there was probably a lot of shit that happened before that that was just kind of milling around. The Not Japan type stuff was was fucking savage. Like, well, after VE Day, the Japanese didn't want to stop fighting for... I think it was like a year or two. Um, Some of them for like 30 years. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Yeah, hey man. Yeah. He's the Tommy. So, yeah. Um, so, in the 1930s, before all of the uh, the bomb stuff, his, this, his obsession with dolphins had already begun. Because he starts <laughs> to research dolphin cognition and communication. Learning a great deal about dolphin brains Oh, no, sorry, 1950, yeah, this is the 1950s by this point. It started in the 1930s. He got to the 1950s when he was doing the research. So uh, he, he great... stayed with this for a bit then. He had a bit of focus for a bit. He oh, he loved, he, he, he loved dolphins, dude. This guy <laughs> yeah. had a fucking thing for dolphins. <laughs> that is pretty apparent. Yeah. So we get to, uh, yeah, he starts re researching the brain structure all this kind of stuff, the communication, as I say. By the 1960s, he has got a seaside lab, which was converted into a dolphin-human cohabitation house. Now. Um, so a cohabitation house. So did you see any pictures of what that looks like? I can indeed show you pictures of what that looks like. Or just explain. I mean, like, did you see any? Like, well, it, what, I just okay, don't yeah. understand. Basically, the way it is, they, they had what was originally a pool, and they converted the pool to have, like, tables and chairs in it that were all up to about waist height in water. Oh. 
So the people oh. could walk around and wade through the water and the dolphins could swim through the water next to them. So they were both living in the same area. I'm so glad I asked because I was imagining a house with like the essentially like a pool in the middle of it, like a big circular tub or something all underwater, like an air bubble. And I imagine like hamster tunnels coming out from each one going through the rooms so the dolphins yeah. could swim down through <laughs> them. Like, that would I, be... I say hello as it goes down to the kitchen or something. That would be way fucking cooler. <laughs> yeah. But they, no, they, they want to full on like, you know, walk around in the place of dolphins piss and you yeah. piss in that place too. The dolphins drink from there as well, in all fairness. So. <laughs> right. So, this is where we get to... Yeah. There's a Mirror article I'm reading from now, which is, Woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of NASA-funded scientific study. Okay. So, is this in regards to the story uh, on about then? Yeah. It's a NASA so, thing as well. Oh god. Yeah. In in yeah, NASA funded a bit of CIA funding in there as well. A touch <laughs> of the old um uh what we said it last time, fucking funding all like the random occult stuff, isn't it? A lot of the time. Because yeah, like, yeah. the Nazis yeah. were so into it and they're like, Well, they were smart, they had a lot of good technology, so they must have been doing something. Let's try <laughs> and redo this. Let's try right. doing something terrible. Yeah. Um, the fear of destiny. So in the uh, in the original uh, article I read, a bit of extra context, it says that when she arrived on the Virgin Islands, um, she'd already heard about the place and like she'd always been kind of obsessed with dolphins herself. She was always interested in trying to communicate with other animals and believed that was possible. So she goes to this place after finding out it exists, walks down to the um, to the lab, and it's like literally on a dirt path on an island that goes all the way down towards the beach, and then suddenly there's just this bright, gleaming building, um, which uh, which which they they've set up, and you know, oh, that's like the lab that they're using for it. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, um, the habitation place and that. Yeah, and and she sort of goes up and she talks to one of the guys in charge, and he's like, "Oh, okay, you know what what you're here for?" And she's like, "Oh, I've, you know, I'm interested. I what's going on in this place? I really want a job. Can you help me out?" And so she starts working. Uh, Margaret Ho Lovett had loved animals since she was a little girl. One of her first memories is being given a book about a talking cat by her mother when she was a child. It sparked a lifelong fascination with animals, how they communicate, and led to her becoming a key part of the NASA-funded experiment in the 1960s. Margaret explained, It was a story about a cat who could talk and understand humans, and it just stuck with me, but maybe there is a possibility. That's a weird way to get to it, but how old was she when she read this story? Quite young, I imagine. Yeah, she was about 18, 19 at most. Like, yeah. I, I was mean like six. Oh well, no! When she read the story, yeah, that was when she was really young. But yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, she was twenty when she got there. So her brother-in-law mentioned the secret lab on the island. She goes there and she talks to a man named Gregory Gregory Bateson. Um, he was the director of the lab and was instantly impressed by the young woman who had marched up to him and told him she wanted to be involved and would do anything she could to help. 
He allowed Margaret to observe the dolphins and write down everything she observed. Despite having no scientific training, she was skilled at spotting animal behavior, and her place in the study was secured. Yeah, Margaret man, remembers a lot vividly. Of stuff can just be natural, especially biology. Yeah. A lot of stuff yeah. is just mindset and how you think. Yeah, um, if you're sort of giving off a reasonable energy to an animal, most of the time they'll react in the same way as well. If you're sort of imposing on it and being a prick, normally they'll bite back, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they, they, so, they can see through the bullshit. In, in my opinion, yeah. that's a lot of what animals... I, I kind of believe in that stuff as well, that you can communicate. I think animals have more of an understanding of us than we do of them a lot of the time. Whether oh, yeah. they can clearly understand that they understand us, I don't know, but they do have an understanding of us. Yeah, I, like we've got a, we've got a cat who just is incredibly talkative, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just like, "Hello, humbug, how's it going?" Meow. Uh, oh, okay. Well, what do you want? Meow. And it's like, "Okay, I'll get you some food in a minute." Meow. Okay, I'll get you some food now. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have like different personalities, so you can't say it's just what that how those animals act. It's like, well, different animals act in different ways. So there's something there in regards to how they act. So oh yeah, they've all got personalities. I've got a hamster. Exactly. Got personality. Um, what was I saying? Um, she they were impressed by how she just walked up, which I was as well. Like yes. the fact that she had like no training in that, but they were just like, yeah. Bring her in. Yeah. It makes sense that they should do that, but normally there's a lot more red tape. Yeah, well, this this is the thing. We've already sort of seen what was going on with Dr. Lily. He was the guy in charge of this place, so... Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. He's doing it up until now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, uh, she basically had to sit there with three dolphins by this point they'd set up the place so it was it was a living area to cohabit with the dolphins she explained that they the dolphins were named peter pamela and sissy sissy was the biggest pushy loud she sort of ran the show pamela was very shy and fearful and peter was a young guy he was sexually coming of age and a bit naughty god okay <laughs> Um, I mean, they're mammals. They're arguably like the smartest animals, on like other than us, obviously the smartest mammals. Sure, yeah. again, puberty yeah. makes sense. And I mean, remember, all this is funded by NASA as a scheme to determine whether or not the dolphins can communicate with humans. Like, basically, they were trying to figure out if there was some way that we could understand their language and they could understand our language so that we could both communicate with each other simultaneously. So it's like by spending this time, you'd learn eventually what the meant. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. It, it's strange um, like, because I mentioned that sea people thing at the beginning, the conspiracy, you know, like yeah, why they don't see. And, yeah. and that came from me randomly listening to Joe Rogan earlier. And he had a, com a short conversation with someone about, whether people, uh, scientists could understand dolphins and that, and they were like, well, I'm pretty sure something said we could, or something said that you can't. So and, and more this is what said it could. Oh, this okay. is what he was talking about. He was talking about Dr. John Logan C. was wrong then in that case. He was saying he couldn't, that the test ah, proved he well, He says that the tests prove that you can't. Now, it's questionable whether that's actually true or not because it depends on what scientist you ask and what kind of uh. communication system you're using. If you're using, we'll get onto that later on, but like there are people who are trying to figure out a communication system that would be a computer working out what the dolphins are saying. And they've got actually relatively far with that. 
But yeah, more it, on that it, later. yeah, yeah. It's the different ways of communicating. They're just looking at it for a person way rather than yeah. all these other ways. Like, there's already animals we know to communicate in completely different ways than we do. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, and including electromagnetic stuff. Like a lot yeah. of animals pick up electromagnetic signals way way quicker than people do yeah and there suppose, are some people who yeah. seem to be able to do it like there's some people who get tired before it rains and shit like that yeah That's yeah Headaches an electromagnetic before, um, pressure response you know it's like when you walk up the stairs and there's like an old tv you know the ones like with that go on standby uh when you walk up the stairs you can tell there's a tv on standby in there you can just feel yeah. the buzzing going on yeah like you just know it's interesting isn't it you know mm, these sort yeah. of extra senses it's like that there's people say that there's six senses, but apparently there's significantly more because one yeah, of the senses yeah. that people never think of is sense of position. So, like when you close your eyes, you can still touch your eyes and your forehead and your nose and either side of your lips because you know where your body is in in space, regardless of the fact that you can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, and yeah. you can trick your body as well because you can sort of cross your arms over for a long enough amount of time. And it will mess up your brain signals, and you'll start fucking up which one it is you're trying to send a signal to. Weird. Yeah, well, even when you're looking at it, like you cross it over, like if you yeah. have your fingers all like tied through, and that that can make it really confusing sometimes yeah, to yeah. use the right finger. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we're really smart, but really dumb. And I imagine all yeah. animals are like that. Yeah. Well, I, I think there are some animals that are distinctly fucking stupid, though. Well, we're probably more stupid because we're smart and we have the emotional intelligence, nah, which makes bro, us more seen... stupid. Nah, bro. Have you seen pigeons? Like, I saw, a, I saw an "I fucking love science" article recently. It was incredible. Okay. It was just basically what pigeons will call a nest, <laughs> and it's literally like three twigs on someone's fucking um, floor mat outside their door. Oh god. Okay. So pigeons. Another are one was in. Yeah, pigeons are the fucking worst, dude. Pigeons but they're are everywhere. Yeah, they're the sky rats. <laughs> it's always the dumb animals that are just kind of happy with whatever and just go with things to survive. Yeah, actually, that doesn't that doesn't describe us at all. Actually, the dumb part, but not no. the just happy to go with whatever. That's not people at all. Mm. Apart from America, when it comes with presidents, but that's not us again. Well, you say that, but like, you know, shit gets worse in a lot of places and people are just like, yeah, but you know, it's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does yeah. at the same time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got their own sort of boiling a frog scenario going on. You know what I mean? It's just like you don't throw them in straight away. You gradually increase the temperature while they're in it and then they don't notice they're boiling to death. <laughs> no, what well, you don't do either. You actually stick a straw in their mouth, hold it down, blow into it and make them into a balloon. Now you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that works. <laughs> really? Oh, I've God, I don't want to try. I don't want to um, try. I can't imagine it would work. It was one of the things no. you hear as a kid. Yeah. Sounds like something from a Disney movie. Yeah, but in a good way. Um, so yeah, I was wrong. Apparently, as well. Apparently, Margaret helped them design the place because apparently scientists were determined to get closer look at the creatures and came up with a bizarre can plan to watch them in everyday life. You know, they help transform a domestic home into a dolphinarium by flooding it with knee deep water. As Margaret <laughs> spent more time with the majestic creatures, she formed ever closer bonds with them, especially Peter. 
<laughs> oh god. She explained Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee or my foot or my hand and I allowed that. <sighs> I wasn't yep. uncomfortable as long as it wasn't too <laughs> rough. In the beginning, I would put him on the elevator and say, you go play with the girls for a day. It was just easier to incorporate that and let it happen. It was very precious and very gentle. Peter was right there. who knew that I was right there. It's an open relationship, then, at least. Yeah. They weren't tying each other down. They knew they were from different worlds. They knew they had to spread their wings, for lack of a better term. Yeah, do whatever. Flap their flippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Flip, flap, flap. So, um, yeah. Margaret claims it became a regular part of her studies. She tried to teach Peter to speak English. Never going to happen. God. Don't have vocal cords. Yeah. Why would you go that way? Why would you ever think? Okay, I need to talk to a dolphin. Uh, yeah. Rather than me learn dolphin language, I'll make. There's audio of English. This. There is audio of this. In fact, I might have to find the audio and send it to you. It can't be particularly good audio because I can't imagine it got anywhere near, you know, actually working. (laughs) Nowhere near. (laughs) Surely, yeah. What am I um, looking for? Thingy again. Right. I'm going to just send you a clip. Okay, cool. Yeah. And just while that's going on as well i just got a message through from kitty messalina who's been on the quiz recently she's coming on again soon um she runs late late night late stage comedy with john morris has also been on the quiz and stuff a few times they've got some free tickets going out for a gig uh in the next few days or does one again on friday i think as well or sometime soon whenever you're watching this have a look at late stage comedy there's probably some check it out probably some some stuff available yeah, get some tickets. Enjoy yeah, yourself, people. Um, yeah, you sent me a thing, didn't you? That's what I just completely I did, forgot what yeah. I was doing. Then. Completely it's all right. fucking forgot. She uh, added, by the way, while you're finding that, uh, it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Yeah, it was Sensu- now, wasn't she? Sensuous, perhaps. <laughs> oh, that's okay. better. That's better, yeah. Yeah. That's it would become like part saying... of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of that, and we'll catch. And we'll <laughs> get rid of that. We'll scratch. It will scratch it, and we. Oh God, we. And we would be done and move on. Jesus fucking Christ! Um, yeah, that doesn't sound like every. That dolphin's a bootical, basically, is all she's saying. I get an itch. Yeah. He often scratches it. Fucks yeah. off, then. I was there to get to know Peter. She had. She said that was part of peter the lab had been created by neuroscientist john lilly obviously um however what had started as an innocent experience became embroiled by scandal by the time it closed down not only was margaret's relationship with peter there were also rumors the dolphins had been abused when they were given lsd (laughs) (laughs) right now Play this video, and then we're going to finish off this mad fucking story. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> LSD to a fucking dolphin, okay? Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to hear how that came about. 
Right, so this is the dolphin One, speaking. Two, three, four. These are the audio recordings she made. Today okay. Is, is that the Peter's love machine? Oh wow! It's it, I mean it's sort of trying. It's mimicking in some way. It probably doesn't have a clue what it's fucking talk saying. To the way I talk to you. Oh god! I, oh god! It's worse. I She's old. In single words usually, and made inflection something that he could follow. That they were very good at. The the that was her in the video, was though, good. wasn't it? But if I said yeah. younger one, yeah. two, yeah. three, I. I wouldn't get one, two, three. I'm just talking over little bits every now and then, so it doesn't blow us up on the copyright. Yeah, that's that's basically that's all you need to see. So you've got an idea of what the fuck was going on here, right? <laughs> oh God, let me just turn that off. It's still playing on my thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I see that it was copying. I don't really buy that it was communicating. It was just copying, no, like powerful. Yeah, and again, what even not even that. I think it, it probably does show a degree of intelligence. It's a mimicry of some point, and it's obviously trying to sort of get what it wants by doing it. But yeah. you get the same sort of things from chimps and things like that. Like, they found a chimp that was like, I want banana, I want banana. It would learn the sign language for banana, but it wouldn't oh, actually yeah. communicate. It would I've just say, I know I can get that for a banana, you know? I've seen some actual chimps like those on this chaser program. They went and like, met different things to test their intelligence against different things. And one of them was animals. And they yeah. met this chimp that was having full on conversations through a touchscreen and sign language and picking what he wants super quick. Yeah. Like really, really surprising. Just knows how to communicate, communicate. With That's sign interesting. Language. That's interesting. So, I'm going to have to find that. I'm going to have to look at that at some point. I, I forgot about that. That's like an actual legit thing. So yeah, there's yeah. definitely animals that communicate. Definitely, yeah, but it's, they it's, feel it's too near the, the sort of degree to which because, like, again, like the, the chimp will probably communicate very well about items and objects, but it won't communicate well about emotions and thoughts, if that makes sense. It won't communicate, it'll just rip your penis off, yeah, basically. Yeah, if it gets pissed off, it's going to kill you. It's not going to yeah. go, Oh, excuse me, mate, do you mind not saying that? And you know, <laughs> no, no, it's not going to have a civilized conversation, it's going to act like a child, yeah. Yeah, it's going to act like a ruthless chav and yeah. ripping gonads off and probably chew them a bit and then spit them on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, so... Uh, yeah, Lily wasn't just a madman, okay? He developed some serious fucking shit, including instruments for measuring gas pressure. Uh, he researched high-altitude flying... He created the isolation tank. Um, is that like um, the water isolation tank? Who yeah, it's, it's the thing that, um, yeah. that Joe Rogan talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting in the isolation. He literally invented that. Uh, he also worked on SETI. You Sensory know, the deprivation tank, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also worked on SETI, you know, the uh, this search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, um, Because he... You know, had information on trying to communicate with a different species, which might have an entirely different way of talking. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. useful skill to have. And through NASA um, as well, once again, we know now NASA has always had some kind of foot in the door when it comes to aliens. So, yeah, yeah. 
but the 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 dolphin communication research institute was his baby you know this was the thing that he loved more than anything else and it helped that it, again it was in the virgin islands you know it was like working on holiday the entire fucking time yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> it's funny that you but go he... to the virgin islands to wank off a dolphin but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so the problem is about halfway through the 60s um lily starts to get really heavily into acid like a lot and a lot of acid like a huge amount of fucking acid right. <laughs> he would trip balls in the isolation tank or oh. actually in yeah or with the dolphins in the pool or sometimes he'd take it a step further and get high as fuck tripping in an isolation tank suspended above a pool of dolphins. Where's the fucking point of that? Oh, <laughs> apparently the there point? was. Apparently there was a point, Carl, because this is a direct quote from Jonathan C. Lilly, right? During a session in an isolation tank, I constructed... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, During a session in an isolation tank, I constructed over a pool where dolphins were swimming. I participated in a conversation between the dolphins. I, it drove me crazy. There was too much information. They communicated so fast. No. no. Yeah, or you were high as fuck. Um, yeah, you were <laughs> high as fuck finding meaning in stuff that doesn't really have meaning, but in your head at the time. Yeah, yeah made perfect sense. And that's not a sensory deprivation tank if you can hear them. No. Sensory deprivation yeah. tank, it means you can't... Oh, no, you, he couldn't hear no them. Senses. He couldn't hear them. Oh, he couldn't hear them. He was just suspended okay. above them and thought he was part of the conversation. Fuck you know. Okay, yeah, too yeah. much LSD. Too way much too LSD. much LSD. It's like way too much LSD. I mean, there's a tiny chance we're just not having enough, but probably too much LSD. It's probably too much LSD. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't worry, get me wrong. I'm willing to. I'm willing to conduct experiments, but yeah. uh, maybe not to John C. Lilly's level. <laughs> I would go in a de- sensory deprivation tank and have something. Though I like them, but I don't I, know how. I've we... never tried one. I haven't, but I like the idea of it. Just oh, I like yeah. Yeah, I imagine it it'd be seems quite like relaxing. Great, There's got to be it, isolation tanks in Birmingham somewhere. There's got to be someone who does that shit. Yeah, and if not, anyway, just turn all the lights off in your bathroom, run a bath, and put some cling film over the top. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kill yourself or end up cooking yourself like a baked potato or something. Yeah. But if you use foil okay. anyway. <laughs> yeah, just wrap yourself up like a, a nice Christmas ham. And you're also stuffing the aliens from reading your mind then so yeah win-win yeah, yeah. Well, it makes as much <laughs> logical sense as that it, i'm i'm down with it man let's do it let's take down the uh, let's take down the power um the man yeah so by the 1980s lily was using a computer system to make a created language between dolphins and humans, something that they could both understand and communicate through. Kind of like the Esperanto of the sea, if that makes sense. Okay. Do you, know, do you not know what Esperanto is? Oh, bro. 
Esperanto was a one man's idea to create a unified language across the world. And so he created it out of multiple different languages from Europe, like English, Spanish, Italian, yeah. German, all those bits thrown in together. I have heard of that. Yeah, exactly. So that's what he's trying to do, but with dolphins. Now, as I say, later on, people do actually use a scientific method with um, a computer to isolate sounds that dolphins make and interpret what they mean and, like, you know, communicate. Yeah, yeah, well, not yeah. communicate with them yet, but try and find out what they use as language. Yeah. But his um, enjoyment it seem, of... It doesn't seem crazy to think that you could learn the language of an animal. It doesn't seem no. crazy to me. It's it's not crazy. It's just incredibly complicated, and there's no yeah. way you could do it with just your human brain. You have to use an AI of some form to try yeah. and, you know, crack and, the code, so to speak. I mean, I imagine the practices that he uses are going to go downhill in a moment. So, yeah. Well, they're sort of they've gone basically about as far down as they can go. Uh, he ended up creating a <laughs> book that, series. That hand especially can travel further down. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, oh God, jeez, I just can't <laughs> think of anyone jacking off a fucking dolphin. Like, it just yeah. seems like a horrible process, man. I mean, I didn't even think just, about the concept of a dolphin. That shit stuck penis. in my head. Just seems weird imagining a dolphin flopping up all elegant and literally flopping about as he does it. Oh, jeez. Gives a whole new idea to like, um, was it Free Willy? Yeah. That's a wireliness. <laughs> yeah. But Echo, Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin, yeah. It's not quite as funny because hmm. there's not a Willy in it, but you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he, started, um, he started his book series which was called Programming and Metaprogramming in the Human Biocomputer. All right. It's a pretty LSD-sounding fucking name for a book, if you ask me. Yeah, um, very much. Yeah. Slowly introducing yoga and spiritualism more as it went along. He had a full-blown fucking yogi around he was teaching him like yeah transcendental yeah. meditation this and you know communicate with the creatures by doing that and he took the spiritual step from too much lsd and he's gone balls yeah. deep into this yeah yeah and and just the whole thing starts to fall apart they lose their nasa research budget all this kind of stuff lily's psycho psychoactive research led to him to believe in what he called the ecco the earth coincidence control office um, which was part of a group of cosmic entities, one of the <laughs> lowest of these group of cosmic entities, and they all went up higher and higher and higher in architecture, uh, in um, not architecture, in um, hierarchy. Hierarchy, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. What was it called so again? The it was called the ECCO or the Earth Coincidence Control Office. Fuck it. So I imagine it's exactly what it says on the tin. Basically, uh. uh a, a fucking ridiculous tin a group of yeah. people just look at or plan all the coincidences and the ideas oh, that, these, these were spiritual entities these were oh, yeah. like yeah. gods above us like that were still putting on suits and working nine to five by things, the sounds of it things that aren't <laughs> earthly beings deciding what happens on earth apparently yeah and they um, control the coincidences of the world. Yeah, checks out. Yep. 
At age 86, Lily died in Los Angeles on September the 30th, 2001, of heart failure. But what a fucking life, dude. Like, even if you don't like what Lily happened to end up becoming, or the way he got there, you've got to respect a man who just straight up lives the exact life he wants to live. Oh, yeah. You Definitely. know, he's like, I really want to fucking research this. Oh, I'm researching too hard. I'll go be a lumberjack. Oh, I can't be a lumberjack. I'll just chop my foot in. Oh, I'll go become a medical student. I can't want, want to be a medical student. I want to be a researcher. I don't want to just be a researcher. I want to research brains of dolphins. I don't want to just research brains of dolphins. I want to do it while high as fuck. Yeah, fucking I want to high as fuck. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> wanking him off a bit far. Did you actually get to explain the actual wank off part? I don't think. You oh did. yeah, no. D- d- she genuinely did wank them off. Like, th- yeah. If if that well, wasn't clear, the, the general thing she did. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things she had to do because apparently at various <laughs> moments, Peter, the um, the randy little dolphin, would be sort of she'd be going, "No, say this," and he'd be like, and and just start rubbing up against her. She's like, "Oh fuck, sake, fucking wank off the dolphin again." <laughs> okay, okay, say this. <laughs> gonna, every time you do, you're just going to make him think that's how you get it. He's just going to do it more. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It, like, there's no like. Oh my god, it just doesn't. Been work. In a long-term relationship knows that concept. Yeah. <laughs> what you do, you have to think about it. You keep a tally. Yeah. Yeah, you make sure you figure out how to get what you need and uh, construct Stick it in the blowhole. Oh, yeah, yeah that's too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that was that was a story. I think it's impossible. It is a story. Be, I think it's impossible to be a comedian without appreciating someone that is unapologetically doing their own thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, most what of it wasn't that bad. It seemed more her jacking off the dolphin. So he just yeah, seemed. The- Remember, she anything. she was the sort of a fairly you know young and impressionable young woman who went into this place and then started being told, yeah, just jerk them off if, if they get noisy. <laughs> and the fact that in that video she's an older woman and like still seems completely comfortable talking about it. That was oh, a little she, bit weird. I have seen her in lots of interviews. She is not weird about it at all. She's like, oh, no, it's perfectly fine. I was just doing this thing. And what you don't understand, people, is that, that we made a lot of really good research there. We got a lot of advancements. Like You may well have done, but you also wanked off a dolphin. A lot. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a loving relationship <laughs> with that dolphin. Whether she realized yeah. it or not, she was in a loving relationship with that dolphin. Yeah, that dolphin, that dolphin needed her by the end. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he had her. Yeah. <laughs> right then does that mean it's time to move on to my story now then yeah um you know what i'll do actually though before we get going on this just so i don't have to add it on afterwards i'll just show a, have you seen the new little like 30 second teaser for the uh for the quiz uh, uh, sorry not yet <laughs> um <laughs> keep that energy going and we'll have <laughs> to anyone who finds this this is a warning. Alex has taken over. I repeat, this is an Alex takeover. Oh my God. God help us all. It does okay. Feel good. It does feel good to have a haircut like this. I can't do it. <laughs> Bye. 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 Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> what on earth could 
that round scallion Alex Plant be talking about? Something about the 21st of April. Um, almost next week, isn't it? Next Wednesday. That's, that's next Wednesday. What could possibly happen? 